Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, beautiful people. Are you procrastinating on something right now? I have some super simple tips that can actually help you not only get started finally, but actually get the job done and finished. What does meditation have to do with all of this? A lot. It's episode eight of my 12-week season, Let's Meditate Anyway, Motivational Insights by a Seasoned Therapist Who Meditates. Let's explore it together. Meditation, WTF. Welcome to Meditation WTF, a podcast about meditation for people living in the real world. And now your host, the stress therapist, Sherry Augustine Flake. Hey, beautiful people. So procrastination, do you have any experience with this? I mean, most of us do, right? Yeah, we're usually procrastinating on something. But I want to cover something really quick on the front end about procrastination that is not true. I don't think that procrastination has anything to do with how badly you want the thing you're procrastinating on, how much it means to you, or how good it is for you. I think that's completely irrelevant. There is an emotional component to it, though. So let's say that procrastination was keeping you from doing something that's really good for you, that you really want, and it opens a door for, say, failure or not doing something perfectly, like we talked about last week, right? Sometimes procrastination can come when we're going to be challenged in a way that we're just having a little bit of fear about. It can be more about fear than it is about laziness or getting started or whatever. Okay. Now, one of the things you want to figure out on the front end is if you are in fact procrastinating, because for a long, long time, I thought I wasn't procrastinating on doing a podcast. (laughs) And then I realized that every time I went to (laughs) set up the microphone, that I went in and started eating fruit and yogurt every single time. And fruit and yogurt began to be my cue that (laughs) I was putting off trying something for the first time that, by the way, still hasn't been perfect and I'm still doing it, okay? (laughs) Because what I've learned about therapy is you don't know what you're doing until you get your person on that seat. I mean, sometimes you got to be in it to win it. You know what I'm saying? You got to be doing it to figure out if you want it. So you want to find out on the front end if you are putting something off because of some challenge that's starting this thing would bring to you. And that can actually be exciting because then you're dealing with fear and challenge and overcoming obstacles. And that's how we truly become who we are by overcoming obstacles. Nobody says, oh my gosh, I just went through something so easy. It was so easy. It was such a cushy life and now I'm forever changed. Nobody ever says that. Okay. So you want to make sure that procrastination isn't serving some stop when you're going to be challenged to do more or to show up for something that might scare you a little bit. I totally get it. 
Okay, so here's the big billboard question, right? Here's the big thing that everybody needs to know about procrastination that, I mean, every time I tell this to a client, they don't seem to know it. So I want you to have this. So listen up. Ready? Your brain, remember we talked about your downstairs brain and your upstairs brain and your upstairs brain is really analytical and it's reasoning and it knows how to pause before acting and all that. And your downstairs brain is like the lizard brain. It's like the DOS brain. It's not the MacBook 2022 brain, but it's like the part of your brain that's sort of automatic and doesn't understand English. Okay. That part of your brain, the downstairs brain, it doesn't know the difference between thinking about doing something and actually doing something. I know. Crazy talk, right? So remember a while back when I had you think about and really imagine and bring yourself to your kitchen that was perfectly clean, if that matters to you, and bring out your perfectly yellow, absolutely ripe, lovely lemon and take the sticker off and cut it into little pieces and then bring it up to your beautiful face and smell it and then take a big bite of it and then you could actually smell it and your mouth actually started watering it's because your brain thinks you ate a lemon man it's crazy talk and the coolest thing about this part of your brain is we can talk about tricking it and still trick it yes because we go to the movies this is why the movies are fun nobody goes to the movies and says who gives a shit it's angelina jolie and brad pitt and i don't care and this isn't real or whatever no they don't do that instead they're like i want her to make it and i hope they love each other or whatever it is your brain that's why you get scared in a scary movie part of your brain this part the downstairs brain thinks it's happening it thinks it's true. It doesn't know that just because you've been shown these pictures and just because you've been thinking about these things, that it's not true. So when you are putting off something, okay, your brain thinks you've been working on it because you've been thinking about it, okay, dreading it, ruminating about it, feeling bad about it, whatever your thoughts around procrastinating are. Every time you think about that thing, your brain thinks you've been working on it. Your brain thinks you've been doing it. And so, of course, your brain thinks, oh, my God, this is going to take forever and it's going to be so hard because I've been working on it for months and months and months or maybe even years and I've got nowhere. OK, <laughs> so clearly your brain thinks, oh, my gosh, I don't want to do this thing. It's going to take forever because it'd be so hard. That's why when people finally do something, they're like, oh, my gosh, that wasn't near as hard as I thought it was going to be because they haven't been working on it at all. They've only been thinking about it. So this is huge. Do you know what this means? This means that you cannot be thinking about what you want to put off anymore. You have to only do it, right? Can't be thinking about it because you don't want your brain to think that you're working on it and getting nowhere, okay? Because once you start feeling bad about something, because as you know, my number one rule about any change is to feel good, your brain goes out of its way to avoid it. Okay, so if you don't like spiders, your brain's going to have you avoid spiders. You know what I mean? And if you don't like this thing that you want to do so bad that might change your life and make you better or make you happier or make you healthier or whatever or your life's dream, your brain is actively avoiding it because it thinks you don't like that thing. Okay, so you need to really change the way that you're thinking about it and feel really good about it. Woohoo! I'm so excited about this thing. Okay, and you got to fill yourself up to the top with love and happiness about it. I always tell people maybe light a favorite candle that has a favorite scent or put a beautiful picture in the space you're going to be doing the thing or whatever. But you cannot be thinking about it anymore unless you're actively planning it or actively doing it. Okay. And I cannot believe this, but it's true. It's it's mind-boggling. And if you put in your calendar when, where, what, 
and with who you're going to be doing this thing that you're putting off, you are 90% more likely to do it. What? Yes. Okay. And the mind body app. This app is amazing. You get on the app, say, you know, I want to go to this yoga class with this teacher and I know what class and all of a sudden the mind body app puts it on your calendar and it charges you. You've already paid for it. And then it sends you a note kind of guilting you and saying, you know, if you can't make it, you have to say so because Susie might want to take the class and it's full or whatever. Right. So there's some sense of responsibility there. You kind of got to be your own mind body app. You got to put it on your calendar. You have to put the time aside. You have to know who you're going to do it with and when. I think it's a lovely idea to invite a friend who's procrastinating on something and start a project together. And even if it's completely unrelated, you can check in with one another as an accountability partner. Because when my friend shows up in her yoga clothes with her mat, we're doing yoga, right? And when my other friend shows up with her dog, I'm walking the dog. So you might be wondering why it's so very easy, or at least easier, to keep a commitment with someone else than to keep a commitment that you've made to yourself. I call this Southern Hospitality Syndrome. I coined this term when I moved from Detroit to Atlanta, and I was doing social work here, and I noticed, I mean, first of all, Southern Hospitality it is real, y'all. Everybody here is so nice and sweet. And it's one of the best things about living in the South. I mean, it's like getting a big hug everywhere you go. But I did notice that a lot of people find it very easy to be kind to everyone else. And then they're not actually being that kind to themselves. So remember before when we talked about how there were two of you inside of your brain and not one, we're not going to get hugely into that right now. But because of that phenomenon, your brain does not know the difference between keeping a commitment with someone else or breaking one and breaking a commitment with yourself. It thinks it's the same thing. So let me illustrate it this way. Let's say that we're going to go to the Flying Biscuit at Toco Hills location in Atlanta. There are many locations. It's a great brunch place. So we're going to go there 10 a.m. on Saturday morning and we make this commitment to one another. And let's say that I discover that I cannot make it and I don't call you and I don't text you and I don't put it on any social media. I just simply don't show up. Now, I think it would be fair to say that I'm acting like a jerk, right? That is not acceptable behavior. If I know that I can't make it, my obligation is to call you immediately. In fact, it would be even better if I called you a little bit before the time so you haven't been inconvenienced at all and that we make a new plan that actually is reasonable that will work out for me. Well, let's say it's a commitment to yourself. If you keep saying you're going to meditate every morning or you're going to work on your novel on Tuesdays and you're going to practice piano on Wednesdays and you never do those things, after a while, your brain is going to say some nasty things to you. And it's going to say things like, oh, you never keep your commitment. You're not very nice. You're a jerk. Just like, you know, not showing up for breakfast and you're sitting there with your eggs waiting for me. It's the same thing. And furthermore, if we make a commitment to reschedule, you wouldn't look at your calendar and say, sure, Monday morning works just great. If Monday morning doesn't work at all, you would make a new reasonable plan. And see, we don't really do that with commitments to ourselves. So from now on, you have to call yourself up if you know you're not going to make it. So you have to treat yourself exactly like you would treat someone else, okay? This is so you don't have the syndrome, right? You have to treat yourself just like you would anyone else. And when you decide that you're not going to make that meditation session, you have to call yourself up and make a new plan. 
a new reasonable plan that you know will work. You can't put in your calendar a willy-nilly time you're going to do it that you know it will work. That's not right. You know, you can be flexible with a plan, but you cannot be flexible without a plan. That's just wishy-washy, willy-nilly planning. That's no good, right? And you want to be someone that you show up for, just like you would your friend. You would never leave me at the Flying Biscuit. I know it. You would call me or do something. And so you have to do that for yourself. You call yourself up and you say, you know what? That's not going to work, but this will. And then you don't feel bad about it because you have a plan. And when you have a plan, your brain won't bother you anymore about it. Whether it's to clean the garage or to meditate or to practice Chinese or the piano or whatever. If you have a plan and you have marked it down when and where and with who and how you're going to do it, your brain will let it go. It's the same reason why you don't ruminate about not catching up with your friend if you have a lunch date planned with them in the next week or two. Your brain's not going to be thinking about that because you have a plan to remedy that situation. So you need to call yourself up, make a new plan. You need to be kind in the way that you talk to yourself, just like you talk to other people. You know, remember when you're talking to yourself and hearing mean words, would your bestie say those things to you? Probably not. So you might need a little bit of reframing on how you're talking to yourself and definitely how you're making commitments and keeping commitments to yourself just like you would with anyone else to avoid the Southern Hospitality Syndrome. So let's talk about for a second what it's actually like to have Southern Hospitality Syndrome. You're not showing up. You're not showing up. You're not showing up. Never ever keeping commitments to yourself. After a while, you're going to start having ruminating negative thoughts about yourself and who you are. So if you don't show up, you're going to start saying like, oh my gosh, Sherry is a huge jerk, right? Sherry is bad. And then you're going to have this horrible self-talk and then you're going to feel really bad. Sherry can't keep her commitments. She never follows through on things. If you know someone who procrastinates, they say these things all about themselves. I'm never going to do that. I never do it. I know myself. I'll never do it, whatever. And then if you think all those bad things about you, if you think them enough, you start to believe them. And if you believe them, then you start to live your life. So you're right because we like nothing more than to be right. And so then you don't follow up on your things and you've created exactly the person that you don't want to be because then you're not doing the thing that you're procrastinating and it must mean something to you because it's on your mind in the first place. Okay. And so your desires don't give up on you. Even if you give up on them. Okay. They're still going to be poking you. So you have to call yourself up. You have to call yourself up and say, you know what? Today, this kid is throwing up. The dog needs to go to the vet. Whatever comes up, I couldn't do it today or whatever this time, okay? You call yourself up and say, this isn't going to work, and you make a new reasonable plan, okay? Now, you can be flexible with a plan. You can always change a plan, but you must have a plan, and you have to treat yourself exactly how you treat other people with respect to keeping your commitments. There is nothing special about you. You are just as important and worthy of showing up for as anyone else on this earth. And so I want you to keep that separate. I want you to teach your brain, I am just as important. I'm going to show up for me. I'm going to do it. And you don't have to do it perfectly. Remember last week, you don't have to do it perfectly, you know, just little by little, just little by little. Something is better than nothing 100% of the time. All you have to do is start and then motivation comes after action, okay? 
And remember that meditation is key with this because you get really, really, really good at hearing the way that you're talking to yourself when you're a meditator. You get really good at distinguishing who is talking to you, if it's your ego identity or the listener is talking to you. And you get really good at knowing what it is that you want and not having this sense of panic or urgency or having it to be perfect. You get a lot of insight when you regularly meditate. And these types of things will come up and you'll know exactly what you want to do, how to talk to yourself, how to listen to yourself, how to be kind to yourself and show up for yourself. You got this. Let's meditate together now. sit up and find a comfortable sitting position. See if you can keep your spine straight and allow your shoulders and neck and all the muscles in your face and your limbs and hands and feet to settle in as you find your comfortable sitting position. Allow yourself to take a long, slow, deep breath in your nose. And then let it all go out as you gently relax and let go. Today we're going to be using the mantra, Sat Chit Ananda. Sat Chit Ananda. Truth consciousness bliss truth consciousness bliss that's what sat chit ananda means so with a mantra what you want to do is begin repeating it silently to yourself sat chit ananda And just allow yourself to explore these words in Sanskrit, just in your mind's eye. You might see them, the sounds of them in your head may morph and change, but you simply keep all of your attention on Sat Chit Ananda. Sat Chit Ananda. When your attention falters, your job is just to keep coming back to Sat Chit Ananda. I'm going to leave you alone with your mantra, and I'll be back to bring you out.
Sat Chit Ananda. Allow the mantra to move away from your awareness, bringing your beautiful self back into this body and this time and this moment. But without jumping up and going about your day, take a moment to be in the stillness that you have created. Take a long, slow, deep breath in your nose and let it all go out of your mouth. One more time in your nose and then release out of your mouth. And then awaken with your last breath in your nose. And then release. Feeling what it feels like to sit in stillness, hardwiring this stillness in. And when you're ready, you can open your beautiful eyes. so hope that you were able to find some Sat Chit Ananda on this little meditation that we did together. One thing that I didn't mention about procrastination is what I call procrastitasking. I definitely did not coin that term like I did Southern Hospitality Syndrome. Unfortunately, I can't think of who did. This is putting off something because you think you have to do something else first, right? Oh, well, I must clean the kitchen before I do that. Or I must finish this project before I do that project. Really check yourself on those. And the best thing is to explain it to someone else. And they can kind of tell you if, yeah, you do need to do that thing before you do that other thing. or you're just procrastinating. So next time we're going to talk about a couple of cool ways that you can actually use technology to find inner peace. Yeah, that's what I used to call this workshop anyway, (laughs) using technology to find inner peace. There are some cool ways that you can use that little personal assistant that you carry around with you everywhere in order to make your life more peaceful. It's true. Okay. I love you. Have a lovely, lovely day. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.